0: Over 800,000 patients a year are hospitalized because of a fall injury, most often a head injury or a hip fracture. And 3,065 plus older adults are treated in emergency departments for fall injuries. That makes you think that's pretty scary stuff. And the big question is why? Why are older adults more likely to fall? Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, This podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. I'm glad you're here, and I've got some information to share with you about fall prevention. And I was thinking about fall today because it actually is finally fall here in Dallas. We had the most intense summer ever, and I think we're all just so excited to have a little cooler weather. And I'm thinking it might be in the 80s this evening, maybe the 90s, because, you know, after 110, 90 feels cool. (laughs) But whatever it is, I'm happy to have some cooler weather. And it's got me thinking about fall, which led me to fall prevention. And then also I talked to my mother today and she had a fall last week and she's 83, almost 84. She's okay, but she had one of those, probably the most common type of fall that we see in senior living, which is she was got up in the night to go to the bathroom, didn't turn the light on and she fell. So that just really had me thinking about, it's time to review fall risk, the fall statistics, and what we can do to be safer. And we've talked about fall prevention in the past on the show. Typically September is fall prevention month, so we've missed that just by a few days. We're into October. But some scary statistics I have, and I want to share with y'all, I got these last week. I was at an event put on by our local hospital, and they had a nurse there who was talking about falls and what they see at their hospital, and it it was quite alarming. So in the audience, it was mostly older adults, and they threw out this first statistic, which is one in four adults age 65 and older fall each year that's pretty scary. Well, they look out out at this audience of older adults and they say, look around you, one in four are going to fall. And they're all like pointing at each other (laughs) because they don't want to be the one that's going to fall. But that is pretty alarming when you look out at this whole group of people and you're, you know, maybe there's four people at your table. One one of those people at your table is going to fall. Another scary statistic they threw out there is that among adults 65 and over, falls are the leading cause of injury death. So they end up dying from these injuries. And over 800,000 patients a year are hospitalized because of a fall injury, most often a head injury or a hip fracture. And three million 65 plus older adults are treated in emergency departments for fall injuries. Whew, that makes you think that's pretty scary stuff. And the big question is why? Why are older adults more likely to fall? And there's several reasons. One would be comorbidities. They make them more susceptible to fall. So what is a comorbidity? It just means that other disease or medical condition that a patient may simultaneously have. So for example, maybe they have diabetes. If you have diabetes, possibly you may have neuropathy in your feet. Neuropathy is a numbness. So imagine that you have numbness in your feet. That's going to put you at an increased risk of falling. So that's that's what that means. So 80% of seniors are going to have one or more comorbidities. And then if an older adult has two or more health problems, that may cause 30% increased risk of falling. So that could be an example, like if they've had a stroke, they have weakness that may have come with that stroke, you know, maybe it weakened their leg or their arm or whatever it may be, an entire side, whatever, that is going to cause, you know, put them at an increased risk of falling. Another risk factor, our older adults commonly take multiple medications. That's called polypharmacy. We're learning so many new words today, (laughs) but when you take multiple medications, they can cause dizziness, low blood pressure, drowsiness. There's always some side effect, right? And a lot of older adults are on blood thinners and blood thinners can worsen injuries. You know, if they fall and hit their head or whatever it may be, they're going to bleed a lot more than if they weren't on blood thinners. Another big reason that older adults have a higher chance of falling is changes in hearing, changes in vision, balance, strength, all of these things lead to fall risk. And then this one, and I'm going to tell you, I have run across a lot of older adults who have developed this, and it is called a fear of falling. And that usually can happen after they've had a fall. Maybe they were, you know, maybe they were injured, maybe they were slightly injured, or maybe they weren't hurt, but it just scared them. And fear can cause like this huge block in them where they begin to limit their activities because they're so fearful of falling, which then leads to reduced mobility and then loss of physical fitness. And then it actually increases their risk of falling. So it's just this whole vicious cycle that they get into and they think I'm gonna be, I'm very cautious or fearful and I'm just not gonna do anything. And you just, you can't do that because you know, like I said, it just leads to a higher risk of falling. So the biggest thing we can do is prevent falls. So how do we prevent falls? And there's there's four clear ways. We've talked about these before, so I'm just gonna, gonna hit on them. Number One is beginning a regular exercise program. And I know you hear that all the time, the e word we need to exercise, exercise. And you know, I'm with you if you're not a big exerciser. I wish I wish I loved exercising. It's a struggle for me. I'll be completely honest, but it makes such a difference in quality of life. and i I want a good quality of life. um and I'm sure everyone listening wants a good quality of life. And the older we get, That's really, that's the key right there is to keep moving and keep exercising. So even if it's just going for a walk in your neighborhood or riding on a stationary bike or doing some chair yoga, you know, doing something, get your body moving. That really truly is the key to everything. Number two, have your healthcare provider review your medications. Just make sure that you are not taking medications that maybe counteract each other, or maybe one doctor prescribed a blood pressure medication over here and another doctor prescribed, you know, a different kind of blood pressure medication. Maybe you're taking two of the same thing, whatever it may be, you just you need to get all that checked out and make sure your medications are straight. There's a lot of older adults are on lots and lots of medication and you have to be so careful about it. Okay, number three, have your vision checked. Your vision can change. We should all be having our vision checked every year, especially if you're an older adult, you know, you could be developing macular degeneration. There could be all kinds of things happening. So need to make sure that you are going every year and having it checked. Or if you notice something, don't ignore it, go get it checked out. And then the big one, number four, make your home safer. We're going to spend a few minutes talking about this because there are so many things that we can do and I know I've talked about this on other podcasts but it's so important so we're going to hit on all of these <laughs> these again. So night lights. We definitely want night lights because most falls happen at night when people are going from their bed, they wake up and have to go to the bathroom. If you're an older adult you probably get up a couple of times at night to go to the bathroom. So, you don't wanna fall. So let's make sure pathways are clear to the bathroom. We have night lights. I think it's really important, especially as you're getting older, but make sure that you have maybe a raised toilet seat. That's gonna make it easier for you. Have grab bars in the bathroom. Get rid of throw rugs. Don't have anything that you could possibly step on and slip forward. Just make sure you have the safe pathways to the bathroom, safe pathways throughout your house. You know, get rid of clutter and anything that you could trip on. We actually had a lady who slipped on a magazine. So pick everything up. Really important in your bathroom because that's where, like I said, most people fall because, you know, we have water, we're in the shower. So let's have resistant strips put down, skid resistant strips or rubber mats. I just bought through Amazon. I love Amazon so much. <laughs> I think they come to visit me once a day. Anyhow, I put in this beautiful shower for my husband because, as most of you know, he had four strokes at Christmas, and so he's has some mobility issues. So I needed to put some little rubber you know, thingies down so that it wouldn't be a um, slipping hazard. And so I ordered these little thingies to put down. I can't even think what they're called now. And they ended up being completely clear. I had no idea. I'd like to say I did this on purpose, but I didn't. So we put them down. You can't even see them, but they have like the rough texture to it. But the shower still looks beautiful. You don't see anything, you know, marring the beauty of it. (laughs) But it's safe for him. So there's so many things out there. You just get on Amazon and you may accidentally find something like that, like I did. But there's so many great products out there to put in your house and it's not going to make look ugly. So sometimes people are worried, this is not going to make my house look pretty or whatever, but you can't even see these little stickers. Also really important, don't use high gloss floor wax, another slip hazard for people. And use a wide base sturdy step stool if you're going to be getting up on a step stool at all make sure it's not rickety and falling apart and it has a wide base that is the key also we have found that a lot of falls happen when you're trying to get something from an upper cabinet so in the kitchen put things on like that you're using on a regular basis put them down where you can reach them, put it in lower cabinets, or put things even on the countertop so you're not having to get on a step stool all the time to get these items down. I think those are all the really big ones. Oh, this was an interesting one I hadn't thought about, and they mentioned it at this event I was at. Always sit while getting dressed. And I don't. I mean, I stand up while I get dressed. I mean, I sit down and put my socks and shoes on, but you know, to put my pants on, I'm standing up. But a lot of people fall that way. So the older you get, you know, your balance may be a little bit off. Don't even take a chance to sit down to get dressed. And then I added this one because this happened to me this evening. And if you have dogs or cats or any animals, be aware of where they are because tripping over animals happens. And I did that this evening. I was in my kitchen cooking dinner, and I have my Sadie, who's a golden retriever. I talk about her all the time because she is my baby. I love this dog. And I know she's always right by me because she doesn't like to be by herself. She's very much a, you know, wants to be around her people. And I'm cooking, and I spun around really quick from the stove, forgot she was there, spun around, stepped back. I immediately knew, I felt something soft and mushy, and it was her paw. And so I reacted because I'm like, oh, I don't want to step on her and hurt her. And so as I stepped, you know, she moved, I moved, I went forward and kind of tweaked my back. But somehow I was able to balance myself and not fall. Now, if I were older or had some medical issues, I very easily could have fallen, that could have had a very poor outcome. But thankfully, I was able to catch myself. But that is something to be aware of. If you have a dog or a cat, don't move real fast like that. If you know that they usually are right behind you, just be aware of where they are. Because, you know, working in senior living as long as I have, I have had several cases of people who did fall over an animal and hurt themselves. Usually a dog, I think cats get out of the way pretty quick, but those dogs like to lay behind us and, you know, or get underfoot easily and, you know, we can fall over them. So th- those are the things I wanted to share with y'all. So just the statistics, the scary statistics that, you know, we started with on falling to be aware of that and be aware of why our older adults are more susceptible to falling and what we can do to prevent falls. And that is the key. Prevention is the key. In my business, we place people. We help them find senior living. But I want to tell you this is that we understand people want to stay home as long as possible. I 100% get that. I want to stay home as long as possible as well. And that's wonderful as long as you can safely do it. And our goal, honestly, is to keep you safe. I don't want you to fall and call me because you can no longer be at home by yourself. I want you to stay home. I want you to be safe. I don't want you to fall. So please listen to all these tips that we've given you, be aware and do the things that are going to prevent you falling and let you stay in your house and happy, healthy and strong. (laughs) That's my wish for, for everyone. So please share this podcast with all of your friends and family members and let's keep them safe too. And if you haven't listen to some of our other podcasts, please go and subscribe to it and go back and listen. We've done lots and lots and lots of podcasts and we have some great information out there. And I just think knowledge is power. So go and listen. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast and be sure to subscribe and share with your friends and family and we will talk to you next week. Bye bye.